Welcome back to episode number 40, the big 4-0. Holy crap, seems like I just started this thing, and, and here we are, we're number 40. Uh, this is the NP Dude, I am Jeff, and I'm giving nurse practitioners a voice, a little different intro. It's just the 40 thing, just kind of threw me off, right? But uh, 40's a big number, that's a lot of podcasts. I don't know if you guys realize that. Uh, most podcasts only make it, you know, a couple dozen, and then they're done. So 40's a big number. That's a, I, I'm proud of that. So we're going to keep going. I'm going to do it until uh, you guys don't have anything to talk about. Because I'm your voice. I'm everybody's voice in this in this uh, community. So keep the comments, questions, concerns, issues, headaches, problems, everything. Send it to me. Um, comment to my Facebook page. You can email me, jeff at the mpdude.com. Just get in touch with me. I got a couple PMs. I got somebody that wants to collaborate out in Oklahoma. That was kind of cool. Yeah, so you know who you are. Um, I haven't heard back, though. So I'm not sure how to make that work. Somebody wants to help me with the show, but I'm not sure how to make that happen. So if you guys have ideas on, you know, if you would say, man, I want to be a part of this, of this, you know, if this is a, I don't want to call it a movement, it's just me talking to a recorder, but, you know, getting together and collaborating and, and uh, having a common voice, I'm game. I'm, I'm open source. I'm, there's enough room for all of us in this space. So I'm, I'm just not sure how to do it. So if you guys have ideas on how to, how to work with me other than just shooting me ideas and uh, comments and questions and stuff, let me know what your thoughts are. I'm, I'm game for anything. So that was cool. I, I appreciated that comment. That means, that means a lot to me that somebody's out there listening and saying, you know what, I, I like what you're doing and, and uh, I want to be a part of it. So that was cool. Um, another thing that, um, that I want to talk about, big thing today, right? We, we've... It's just it, Facebook pages exploded over the like yesterday. Sunday papers came out and and different things posted about nurse practitioners and oh my gosh, I've seen two or three things now uh, in the last couple days that were relating to physicians or outside non-nurse practitioners make, making statements um, about nurse practitioners. And one of them was in Ohio, and it was and it was a specific instance of uh, a court document. And you guys in Ohio, that are in the Ohio Facebook group, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It was an Ohio document that was from a court, and I don't know what Jefferson County or somewhere. I don't know where it was. Um, that said, the the uh, jury excuse form for healthcare reasons said it had to be a doc. That had to fill it out, and it's and not only did it say it has to be a physician, it specifically had in bold no nurse practitioner. So that's just kind of cruddy, right? So um, why do I care? Why, what does this matter to me? I don't, you know, it doesn't really personally affect me, uh, but it, I mean, it, it pisses me off still, right? I mean, why? I mean, we we do the same thing in primary care that the primary care docs do. There's nothing different. So I, I don't know why, but you know, why why does it bother me? I don't know. It just does. Should it? Yeah, probably. It should probably bother you guys, too. So that was one instance, and I'll talk about why it matters and how we can maybe handle this down the line here. Um, but another one was uh, a newspaper article that was in Pennsylvania. You guys, If you guys are listening, you guys have you know probably all heard about this. And if you're on iTunes and you don't get on Facebook, this was the circumstance. It was a, a psychiatrist in Pennsylvania that was writing about how nurse practitioners are taking the shortcut to make the money and um, they're also um, just it, just the quality of care and it was just trash and nurse practitioners all the way around and it was like a letter to editor type of thing and I'll go into that too but it, here's the big picture with these these things are gonna happen right we're gonna see ignorant people that don't understand what we do 
make these these declarations, right? Whether it's a you know a court saying it has to be a physician or it's a physician saying NPs suck, it doesn't matter, right? It, it, people are going to say this. So what's my solution to this? How do we fix this? Well. In Ohio, we have our Ohio Advanced Practice Nurse Association, the OAAPN, right? And I didn't say it right, but that's what it is, OAAPN. And and the one of the people like immediately sent that document to OAAPN and said, "Here, here's this thing. They need educated." And let OAAPN handle it. These guys do this stuff. Now, are they the greatest p- politically? I don't know. I don't know what they do, but they do advocate for us. They're our association in this state. Um, and I'm sure you have one in yours as well. So what would I recommend? You contact them first, and you say, "Hey, there's this thing going on. Here's, you know, this is really egregious that's happening, and it needs addressed." And then we have some solidarity from our state association attack that person. And by attack, I don't mean like go after them, but but educate them and correct them. And and they can do it in a gentle way at first and say, "Hey, oh by the way, you don't really realize what you're talking about." Um, here, let me educate you. And if they refuse and they entrench in their ways, then we smack them down. But that's the appropriate way to do it. We're not, you know, we're not going to all write letters to the, you know. I mean, here's here's the problem. We can do that. That's an option. We could all write letters. We could all write emails. We could all call and have you know three thousand people flood their you know phones. But it's just going to piss them off, right? It's going to entrench them more. When you do that kind of stuff. What does it do? Does it get change? Yes, it does. But how is it perceived as the change? You know, how do you? How does the public perceive the change? It's not professional. It's not done the right way, in my opinion. I, you know, we can do that as a as a group, but I think it's better that we we focus our power through one entity. Let them, that strong force, the association, deal with it. We need to let, it, let them know about it. And then if you want to volunteer your time with the association to help educate people, do it that way. Um, educate your patients. Educate people in line at the grocery store. Educate your neighbors and friends on what it is that you do. Educate the, the people at church. Those are the people that you need to be educating and how to educate them. And it's not, and it, and it's not the unwarranted, unwanted education, you know, so you're not beating somebody over the head with your, you know, trying to teach them what, what it is. It's the people that are receptive to you. That, that are going to listen to you. Otherwise, why are you talking to them? They're not going to listen. So if you go to this judge in Jefferson County, I'm just saying it's Jefferson County. I don't know exactly where it is. I can't remember. Jackson County something. It was with Jay. I think it was a Jay. And you go to this judge and you say, hey, judge, you're, you know, with all due respect, you don't really understand what we do. You think a judge gives a crap what a nurse practitioner is going to talk to him about? Not in the least. You don't give a crap what you say. He's going to entrench even more. You're going to appear as whiny. Don't be whiny. So, you know, calling and, you know, you have my, you don't know what for a nurse practitioner. You know, it's, it's whiny. Let the organization do it. That's, that's my philosophy. Then I didn't chime in on that one. I just said, that's dumb, you know, or something like that. I didn't really get involved in that one. Now, the other one that came out, which was yesterday, and I was, I'm not going to lie, I had an adult beverage or two while I was planting my seeds yesterday, and, and I saw that post, and I was pissed, and so I'm like, yeah, let's all go get his health grades and just trash him, you know, I mean, because he's a doc, you know, it's, it's a little different. Are we going to educate a doctor on why, you know, a nurse practitioner is valuable? If he's already entrenched in the idea that he doesn't like the, 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 the philosophy of a nurse practitioner, no, he don't care. You're going to make him entrench even more. Right, you're 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 punching him in the face when he's already punched you in the face, and now we're getting ready to battle. It's not going to do any good. So, 
you know, I, I, I like the idea of trash and I'm on health care. It's just, just to be vindictive. But is it really going to do anything? No. It's not going to do anything. And it's, and it's potentially defamatory, right? I don't know what this guy's health grades are. You know, he might be a very good psychiatrist. I don't know. His health grades were pretty decent. You know, when looking at him, his patients seem to like him. He only had four or five comments, but that's fine. You know, not everybody goes and does a, a pleasant comment. So what's the better way to deal with that one? Well, you let your state know about it, and you're not going to educate the physician on that one. Um, but what... what what you can do is go get maybe an educated, you know, a retract or not. You're probably not going to get a retraction because of the letter to the editor. But you could do a rebuttal, have somebody well written rebuttal, poof, a letter to the editor as to the post in the in the Sunday paper of April second or third or whatever it was yesterday. I don't even know what day it is. And um, you know, I would like to provide a response to that letter to the editor with my own. And lay out the facts, the true and accurate facts about, you know, quality of care and some statistics provided from research done in the, in the, in the industry. Not just one person's, you know, the way he feels about it. So, I mean, you could crush him with a good, well-written rebuttal. That's a great way to do it. That's one way to handle it. Um, the other way to do it is is to you know work with other physicians in the area and say, look, you know, what's the deal with this guy? <laughs> you know, educate the other physicians before they entrench. And, and, and this is why, I, and I made a comment that this guy is a dinosaur, right? And I've talked about the healthcare model and the medical model and all that stuff in the past. And so, if you haven't listened to all my shows and you're just catching this as the first one, I encourage you to go back and listen to every single one. This is a couple hours of time, you know. Just go, take vacation to across the country or driving, and you got you know. 15 hours or 20 hours or whatever it is. I don't know how much content I got out there, but it's probably close to, uh, I don't know, 20 hours worth of content now. So have a listen to some of those other shows. You can also search through the search bar on my website and get the other shows. I try to put the titles of the main topics in the titles of the uh, episodes, so you can kind of find them a little easier, try to make it easier for you guys. But the the idea that this guy's a dinosaur in a, in a medical model that's failing, that's going away, and so this guy's not going to make it. Do we need to get upset about this guy? No. I mean, it's the people that he's he's trying to impress upon. And and the people that don't know, that don't go to a practitioner or a provider or a physician for their health care, who cares? They're not using your services anyways. And guess what? They're not going to have, you know, if they want to get in line to go see this psychiatrist, they wait five months. <laughs> you know, it's going to take that long to get in to see this douche. So what do you do instead? You go out and you be the best provider you can be, and that's going to be the that's going to show this this jerkwad up, right? But this guy's missing out. What a dumbass! And I don't mean that he's not smart, not intelligent. He's just not taking the opportunity. If I was a physician in this circumstance in Pennsylvania, I'm pretty sure it's a collaborative state. I would not hesitate to have the maximum number of collaborative agreements with people throughout my community in my area in my scope right so if i had if i was a psychiatrist like this guy i would have five in ohio we can now have as of april 6th and right now it's three but it's going to be five i would have five nurse practitioners the best and the brightest and I, and I would have them either working for me and i would make a way find a way to make it happen you know office space all that stuff i would have the maximum number that i could collaborate with working for me period because if you have to wait three or four months to get into a specialist, they're missing an opportunity. 
<laughs> you got to capitalize on that crap. So you 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 know you even if you're billing out at eighty five percent, which isn't every insurance. Some of the insurance you bill out at a hundred, but most of them say it's eighty five percent. The cost of a physician is two times the cost of a of a of a nurse practitioner. You're you're missing a boat of making a severe amount of profit, dumbass. Go make the profit. Utilize the resource available to you. <laughs> this guy's making it. He's an idiot. And even if I didn't want him to to be my employee, I would say I would put out there in the community. I'd be going to every nurse practitioner association meeting as a physician that I could get my hands on, looking for the brightest entrepreneurial type nurse practitioners like myself, and say, you know what? I'll be your collaborative. Go open your own practice. I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> you know, I got my own practice. I'm successful. I'll show you how. I'll be your mentor. You can have your own practice. And by the way, you only have to pay me ten grand a year. And I'd have five of them. I have. If this guy makes two hundred grand a year, that'd be twenty five percent of his income increase, just by having a collaborative. You know, reviewing a handful of charts every every six months. What a dumbass. He could be making a ton of coin. I just it's it's. It, I look at the opportunities, I, and I see the opportunity there. I, I I don't know why the guy's fighting it. I, I even if they wanted full practice authority, I would still be collaborating with them. I'd hire them. But most nurse practitioners don't want their own practice. They want to work for a group or for another person. So you could still benefit from that. The collaborative type agreement situation still is going to be there. Not every nurse practitioner is going to say, oh, I don't need my collaborative. I'm going to go work on my own. That's, that's very seldom. I'd like to see statistics. If anybody knows any statistics on the number of nurse practitioners that are in business for themselves versus the total number of nurse practitioners, there's 220,000 rough, roughly advanced practice nurses in the United States. That's the number I've seen. 220. Quarter of a million people, right? And it's probably less than, I don't know, 10, 15,000, 20,000 maybe across the country that have their own practice. I don't know. I just don't know. It might be a, <laughs> it's going to be a small number. So this guy could still benefit either way, even if they if the collaborative agreement goes away in Pennsylvania. I just don't understand. Why would you give that opportunity up? I don't know. And and I could see other ways of doing it too that you know the the public is getting more and more educated and enjoys their nurse practitioner more than the physicians a lot of times and why would you want to just isolate yourself to just the people that want to come see a physician? I I would have both. I'd work with both. You don't want to see a physician, you can see my nurse practitioner that works with me. And you don't have to say my. I mean, that's not you know that's not derogatory. It's just you know if they're own own the company, I'd say the same thing about my engineer or my you know vice president. It's, it's just it's it's if you own the company, that's the way it, you, you talk. Okay, so I I don't know. I I think that this guy's just missing the boat, and I, I'd love to just you know say hey dude, you're missing out. You know from an entrepreneurial standpoint, you're you're blowing it. <laughs> you could be making it bank. Doing nothing, next to nothing, right? Reviewing some charts. If you actually review them, if you trust your people, most of the time, from what I hear, people don't ever get their charts reviewed, anyways, which is kind of lame, right? That's you hope that it would be done the way the law is written. Anywho, so if you guys have any other ideas on how to approach um, public made statements or uh, documents or concepts that are out there that are anti-nurse practitioner other than just calling and flooding their you know their their phone lines 
you know, what's the, what do you think is the best way to go? Because I'd like to hear it. I'd like to get some consensus. And I think that, that when these things happen, if we have a systematic approach, um, not only do we not waste a lot of energy, you know, fighting about it and, and making comments on Facebook, but we could say, there's another one, send it to the right people, get it dealt with, and it's done. And we don't waste our energy thinking about it. I think that's a better way to go. You know, I spent probably 25 minutes laughing at you know responses on that, and I had to shut it down. I'm like, I could do this all day. It's fun to watch these people get fired up, but you know, I'm wasting my time. I got I got crap to do in my life, and so do you. So don't waste the energy, you know, doing that. And and from now on, I'm gonna, I'll make my little comment, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna unfollow that notification, or you know, no longer receive notifications for that link for that post because it's just it's a waste of our energy why, why are we getting all fired up about it you know just send it to the right people make it go away and and uh, let them worry about it and if you're really that fired up about it you can you know you can take the next step what's that next step i don't know what do you guys think tell me what you think so i hope that's uh, rounds out that one and and um yeah, I'm sure we'll come back to it. We're going to have plenty more opportunity to talk about, you know, stupid people making stupid comments to the public. And, you know, there's no, I've talked about defamation. There's no defamation here, right? Because it's not about a specific individual. It's about an entire profession or group of people. So there's no defamatory statements. I mean, it's all false. The guy, his guy's statements were completely wrong. And if you go and look on that, that post on Facebook, on, uh, I think it was on uh, the nurse practitioner whatever the NP one right the main NP page you you you'll see it and you'll be like yeah completely wrong <laughs> it's just I mean it's stupid it sounds dumb the guy doesn't sound intelligent at all D-U-M dumb right alright what else we want to talk about today I, I had another one that came in and it was a good question um and I've kind of talked about it on the fringe in the past and it's since, since we're talking entrepreneurial type attitudes today We'll kind of roll with this one. This is why I'm using this one here. And, and, and it doesn't really go with what we talked about. But it's the same mindset. What can you do to make money? How do you, what, what do you do that, that, you know, how can you change your mindset to become more entrepreneurial and, and look at things from different perspectives and, and utilize, take those opportunities as they come up and not be afraid to take them. And this was one that came into me uh, probably a week or so ago. It's just been sitting in the back of my brain and, um, you know, trying to figure out how to tie it into a show. And it was a question about, whether it would be worthwhile to start your own um, cash-only nurse practitioner, you know, services, healthcare, you know, uh, company, and and do I think it's a great? I think it's a great idea. I just don't know how to how to make money doing it. Where you you can do it without it being a breach if you've already got another company that you're working with, right? You still have a fiduciary duty to the company that you work with. He's a, especially as a, as a contract employee, it's probably in your contract. You know, you probably got a non-compete clause or some kind of something like that that limits your, your ability to do that because they want you to funnel that those patients through the practice. So that might be one issue. And it might be hard to just jump from your, your job and say, okay, I'm making, you know, 100, 120, 130 grand a year and I'm going to jump and, and just go cash only in my community and just and just go, do it. And, and, and you might be able to. I don't know. you got to do some market research on that one. you got to see if you can make it worth your while. And, and the problem is, is how, do you, how do you know until you do it? Well, that's, that's a pretty hard, hard thing to figure out. Well, 
what I would do is, you know, if, if I was looking at a cash-only business, I'd look at it and see, is anybody else doing it already? And if so, you know, you could call them up and pretend to be a patient. You know, I'm looking at services, you know, and use another name. I mean, you can lie to them. Who cares? They're not going to... I'm looking at your services, and I'm just not sure it's worthwhile. I, I wanted to get some numbers on what you're going to charge and how to, how we do it and, you know, what the deal is with the labs for any of the lab work. And, you know, so you can kind of get, get that information if somebody else is doing it in your community or near your community, two towns over or whatever. So you might be able to get information doing it, but the problem is, is that you don't know until you do it, and you don't know if the people that you're working with, if you have a non-compete, then you can't solicit clients, maybe, it depends on what's written, you might not be able to solicit your patients to come, come follow you, and that might be your base of what you need to make it worthwhile. Now, here's the other thing, I mean, so if you, cash only, it's got to be worth the patient's time, Right? And their money. So what are you, what are you looking at? It's got to be equivalent to what their copay is. Uh, right now, Obamacare is not gone, so the individual mandate's still there. So almost everybody that's going to have any money that's going to go to the go see a practitioner is going to already have insurance. So you got to be around the cost of their copay, which is fairly inexpensive. That's like thirty bucks. That might not be enough money to make it worth your while. I just don't know. If you can bang people out quick and you got people that really love you and you can fill your day, then yeah, you can make it worth your while. Or if you're, if you're, you know, if your uh, partner, husband, wife, spouse, whatever, you know, works full time and you're kind of part time and you can afford to take the hit for six months to a year to see if you want to make it, make it work, well, that might be okay. I just don't know. But I think it's a great idea. I, I, I would love to do it. I think it's a fantastic plan. Give it to the insurances. Your overhead goes down. It's a flat fee. You want to come see me for a cough or a cold or a sniffle? It's this amount. If you have a chronic illness, it's this amount. If you've got multiple diseases, you know, if you've, you know, for diabetes checkups, it's this amount. For, you know, and you could dial those things in as you go, you know, cost-wise. So if you got to spend you know 30 minutes or 40 minutes with a patient, and you really want to spend that much time with them, and you want to block an hour to really spend time taking care of one person, and that's what they want, you can charge them 100 bucks, 100 bucks an hour, straight to you. You could have low overhead. I've, I, I wouldn't even have an office. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste the rent. I'd go to them. I'd go to their house cash only or I'd get me a little one of those little uh, like um, bus things that are all white like uh, they're the big vans and put a put a exam table in there with all my equipment you pull up and you got air conditioning in there it's like a little little motorhome looking thing well, that might be a good better way to go you can write that off a lot faster than you can write off a building and your taxes I just, I, I think, I mean, there's a, the opportunities are there. I mean, can you imagine a little mobile bus thing like the, like the mammo van that goes around and does the mammography in the in the in the motorhome, but instead it's your it's your uh, it's your mobile office. How cool would that be? Talk about niche. No one's doing that. I mean, I'm sure there is somebody somewhere, but man, how cool would that be? That's a great idea, in my opinion. So I wouldn't hesitate to try something different like that. Put your big picture, your smiling face on the side of a white van and say, come see me, drive all over town, you're advertising as you're driving over all over town. You'd be that crazy guy. You could get on the news. I mean, man, how cool would that be? Anyways, I'm, I'm just, this is the way my brain works. I see opportunities, I go with them. I don't hesitate. Now you got to do the math. 
and to get, learn that Excel spreadsheet like I talked about before because these are all things you plug into your spreadsheet to see is it worth your while. And you got to do the math. Figure it out. Go get it. I encourage everybody. If it's something you want to do, go do it. If you're smart enough to get through nurse practitioner school, pass your certification, there is no reason you're, you couldn't own your own business. You are more than competent to be able to do anything. And I truly mean that. Now, if you flunked out of nursing, nursing school, an undergrad or something like that, I'd be like, eh, you're probably good at some things, but that wasn't it. And, and I might have reservations saying, go get it. But go have fun. Find a path. Get, a, get your passion. If, if your passion is to be your own person, go do it. Find a way. It might take you a year or two, and you got to do it smart. you got to be smart about it. Go listen to my Starting a Business podcast. Because you can't be, you just can't say I'm doing it tomorrow, and you quit your job. That is not smart. You got to have a plan in place. You got to get your get your feet underneath you first. Have the plan. Get a business plan put together. How are you going to do it? When do you want to your milestone dates of when you're going to have things done? Hold your own feet to the fire, and it it's it's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. You're going to have 18 hour days, and you're gonna it's going to be hard. And if you make it two to three years, you you have a good chance. If you if you're six months in and you're fizzling out and you're like man I don't know if this is worth it and you, yeah you're gonna have doubts some days but yeah I don't know you may not make it you might want to be looking for another job so hopefully it's it's motivational Monday let's call it motivational Monday go get it right all right anyways well I appreciate you guys with the comments and the questions coming into me I've, I'm I really mean it. I'm having a blast I love talking entrepreneurial stuff I love telling um, stories about of uh, you know just how to go get things done I, I that's some of my passion is just talking to you guys so i appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity and listening to the show keep spreading the word keep sending uh shares on facebook i got a couple over the weekend um i'm up to 588 89 somewhere in there and like so we're almost at 600 11 more come on guys spread the word let's get to 600 we can do it probably in the next two or three days we can hit 600 we're 400 away from that thousand we'll be i, I think we're going to beat june or july i think july 1st we're going to beat that date for a thousand likes and I really mean it. I think if we can get a thousand likes, we'll have a solid 500 people listening to the show on a somewhat regular basis. We can get a lot of communication and a lot of a lot of information out there. The more people that listen, the more people that can feed me ideas. I'm use use me as your mouthpiece. I really be, I really believe that that's the way this should happen. I'm I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for us. So. Send me those comments. Send me the questions. Email me, jeff at the mpdude.com. You can also comment below the show. You can also get me on Facebook. Like and share the show, which I've said a billion times, and I'm going to keep saying it. And uh, don't forget, you guys can PM me. You can get me personally. You can get me. Um, some people are, P are messaging me through me, which is fine. That's, that's fine, too. But you can also message me through the NP Dude on the Facebook page and then some people are friending me personally and I'm always leery because I don't know who some of these people are so if you don't have like a nurse practitioner or a nurse or studying at chamber you know Chamberlain or whatever um school of nursing or something like that in your in your name in your uh description i'm not going to be your friend because i don't know who you are i don't know if you're you're going to spam me and steal my contacts or i don't know what that does but that's that's uh so if i haven't accepted your friendship that's probably why and i've gotten a bunch of people asking me to be their friend so that's cool I, I'm, I'm i'm personally i have no problem with doing that because that's what we're here for we're all we're all to be in the same community and, and help each other out so thanks again for listening guys and we will talk soon